part of blindsidepods.com. Yeah! Hey, it's DEC, and with me, I have the co-host of the other Menafan show, just the one that kind of sucks. He's here on the one that's actually good. It's MHB! Always, always there to throw MHB under the bus whenever you need a, 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 a little, a good old, <laughs> just break out, break out the old low hanging MHB. I got to say nothing like, you know, keep your friends close and your podcast partners closer, I guess. Right. I mean, but anyway, we're back from, you know, how was your vacation? It was, I mean, oh, it was excellent. No, literally, literally nobody's probably going to care about this small talk, but I don't give a fuck. So tell me about your vacation in six different steps. Uh, I went up to New Hampshire. We did an amazing amount of hiking. Uh, it was up in the White Mountains. It was great. That's that's great. Well, hey, you know what? I'm sure that you had a, a wonderful time, and, and, and it probably is uh, not like you missed anything big at all. I think, in fact, it's the perfect week to go away. Nothing of note has happened at all in the world of Kirk Minahan. It didn't until yesterday. And you're probably wondering why the quality sounds so shittily right now. Is, is that correct, wouldn't you say? Yes. Well, uh, uh, unfortunately, my, uh, my, I'm not able to get to my laptop this evening, so we are making do with uh, this is a, this is a MacGyver podcast, I would say. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna we're gonna you know semper gumpy, right? Always flexible. Yeah, it's so we'll it's fine. This shit out. It always sounds isn't good. It, so isn't that what the Marines say? Semper or semper fi? Yeah, we don't want to touch yeah. that. You don't want to say anything about no. the military in any way, unless you are in the military. That's... You know what's fucking funny is that so speaking, you know, we'll get it, we'll get to chaps later in a second. But but the the issue I have with this is that I never talked about the military. Like the extent of my involvement in this was the Harvard issue. Yes. And for some reason, I'm being lumped into it when in reality, I'm the only one that ended up being proven right. The guy didn't go to Harvard and clearly uses semantics in a way that makes it seem like he went to Harvard. And that's literally it. Hence so why I was trying to that. defend you. One, because I know I know how you are and you get jittery. Well, I get it. I and get it. I get it. And everybody and I rightfully got called out for being a little bitch on Twitter and, and about my, my tweet today where I said, I'm done, I quit, blind Mike fucking sucks and I freaked the fuck out. So I get I get that. Believe me. I totally valid criticism. hundred percent. Oh, right? if you as, if as you a, push Mike's buttons He's also incredibly sensitive, and you get the reaction that you got today. My my oh, big boy. my big point was listening to trash talk last week. He was giving you the business for you know why are we doxing everybody, and yet he's got a different point of view today when he's well, with unlike, the crowd. Unlike, unlike that backstabbing blind Mike, I'll actually defend my podcast partner. I don't think he said why are we doxing everybody. I don't think he said that. Did he say that in last year? Last I'm paraphrasing. Show? Why? Why are you going back and looking up everybody? If I'm remembering I think what correctly, he said is that it's a dangerous road. Right? Yes, like it can go, it can go bad, it can be good, but at the end of the day, there's you know that's the, that's that's what happens when somebody. I, I thought that his take was that the Albright thing was a different story. I think that's kind of his take. The Albright thing was a little bit different, different from just going and going out and looking up some random person's tweets. No. Yeah, it just felt like today Mike was going along, getting along, and you had some group think there. And I'm, I'm getting – it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit of the group think. Well, here's what I'll say. I mean I, get, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about the Albright thing. I mean, what am I kidding? This is probably the only thing people want to listen to this podcast about, so I guess we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. But oh, so, I've got plenty of audio to talk about it. Right, I've got I mean, everything I Kirk said today 
on Sirius, and it's best for us to play because everybody heard his podcast, but I'm sure nobody heard the Sirius interview. Well, that's, because, that's because nobody subscribes to Huffing, Huffstool right? yes. or Libstool, whatever you want to call uh, the churning group, right? And you only just just need, just look at Peter Chernin's uh, uh, political donations, and you can see which way the ideological wind is blowing at, at Barstool Sports. My God, is it ESPN or Barstool Sports? I'm not fucking sure at this point. But here's what I'll say: the extent of the Albright thing starts and ends for me with the Harvard thing. Yes, I saw Bar. I follow Barstool Animated. They they clap back at him because he was talking shit on Barstool. I found a tweet where he said Barstool isn't funny, and I said, "Oh, is it funny that you lie about you or you lied about going to Harvard?" Like clearly, like I'm like half tongue in cheek, like like the guy is clear, like it's clearly just Twitter chirping. Like I'm not trying to like fucking kill the guy. Like it's just literally like he he makes it seem that he went to Harvard when in fact he's on the record saying he didn't. It's not in his LinkedIn. It's not anywhere in his record that he went to Harvard. In fact, he claims he went to University of Arkansas, but if you look through 25 years of University of Arkansas rosters, you don't see him ever playing football. So I know that there's an article saying he played college ball somewhere, but he rode the bench most of the time. Now, Ben, you know, hey, listen, I'm just asking, where did you play football? Because I can't find it anywhere. Was it University of Arkansas? Because is there any record of you playing there? I mean, again, but it's just a question, right? Again, what is asking a question now akin with, I don't know, impugning somebody's honor or calling somebody a liar. I think How Mike... is simply asking the question now political suicide or media suicide? And the thing that saddens me the most about this is that Dave Portnoy is sacrificing revenue for optics, right? Right. All he cares about at this point is optics. That's it. He's, he's totally sacrificed the integrity of Barstool, the idea that somebody chirps at you, you come back with a fucking flamethrower. Nope. As long as you're... You've got to be big enough to be worth our time. Well, Otherwise, I got some audio to. I got some audio to back that up. My thing is, as I said today in the podcast, like I don't think Dave was aware of that uh, when I came in, and I don't think I was quite aware that Dave wasn't going to be into that aspect of it when I came in. So I think we both didn't really know the situation. On like I don't think. Like as much as you know, I'm glad that Dave brought me in. I'm enjoying it. Like I don't think Dave even really knew what I did. He no, just was like okay, I, you seem to have a following. Bring I mean, him in. Like, which, yes, which is okay. But, yeah. but like I, I think, and I think you know, I think if that's something that that is not cool with him, like that's something that we can discuss and further on down the line and see where it's at. But I just I was surprised that the reaction to something that didn't actually. Happen. happen yet yeah like, there's a whole bunch of things going on here one dave doesn't know what his employees do dave makes decisions that are ill-informed and emotional well, and he dave listens to the are. people dave he feels a, are loyal he's a, he is in a way like a third world dictator where he is totally and completely governed by emotion like the guy doesn't have a rational you know bone in his he body. has no he emotional intelligence in fact, you know, the, the saying that he, a wise man once said, he both is and is not Bill Parcells. And I think that's 100% true. In, in Portnoy's mind, something can be true and false at the same time. And it's just depending on, it's also the thing with Barstool that pisses me off lately. And we'll get back to the Albright thing. But the thing that pisses me off about Barstool is that now it's all based on seniority. It's not based on who is loyal to the company or who is actually, I don't know. The Albright thing right. is not separate to this. This is the reason the Albright story is what it is. Blind Mike hit hit it on the head when he said this goes back to Willie Cologne. You think it goes back to Cologne? In a sense. In a sense. uh, Because Willie Willie is part of the group and Kirk is not. Chats clearly has the ear of Portnoy. 
I think so. I mean, this is exactly. I'll just tell you this. Exactly what Kirk said is exactly what happened. That is that's exactly the the reality of what happened. Is that Portnoy got pissed because Chaps was like, "What the fuck?" Albright DM'd Chaps because Albright has come out on Twitter and said that he personally DM'd Chaps because uh, clearly they're two veterans. They they tweeted at each other in the past, so they clearly have some sort of history. Whether I'm not sure how close they are, I'm not going to speculate on that regard. We all know how that goes with this guy. But he DM'd Chaps about it, clearly pissed Chaps off. And then what Chaps said to Kirk really, frankly, is disturbing to me, where he said, it doesn't matter. A lot of veterans embellish their record. It's not our job to question it. Okay, I'm sorry. You, you have zero intellectual curiosity. You have zero. Now, again, I never once said, and I don't, I'm not arguing whether or not this guy served. The, the, this started and ended for me with the Harvard issue. Now, mm-hmm. clearly, it, it embarrassed him. He sent me a bunch of DMs. He was upset about it. I get that he's lumping me into that. But the idea that I'm somehow fucking like I'm a third producer for the show or that I conspired to like call his show and harass his family. I thought like we're all like joking around about that when Kirk's like, oh, can I get a restraining order for MHB? Like I don't fucking I don't fucking care about Albright enough. Literally, it was a it was a one day thing where everybody's going at Barstool. I find this guy, he's an easy target because he has a lot of shit that you can easily, you know, that you can kind of dig into because it just seems odd. And I and I tweeted at him and chirped at him, and he got bent out of shape for it. Then me... after that, the show, Steve took an interest in it because Albright called Steve a liar. And Steve did some digging. And I'm not throwing Steve under the bus because at the end of the day, Steve didn't accuse him of anything either. Steve simply was working on a story and ask for comment the same way that you would do, the same way that if I was Deadspin writing a piece on Francis, I would have sent Francis uh, the, a copy uh, of some questions saying, hey, we're writing a piece on you about your joke about the girl that was murdered. Do you have a comment? Kirk doesn't have the currency yet to do this. He's not a known entity. He's not part of the in crowd. Just He's not part of the click. It shows you how fucking stupid this guy's have a brain in his head. That he thinks that this is any way on par with the Francis situation. All Steve, like again, I'm I'm not saying that 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 Steve that we were correct. You know that, that Steve is right in this or that whatever the case may be. I, I'm not saying that that's true. That that he was that he didn't serve because nobody's saying that. All all Steve said was that the army said that that Steve reached out to somebody at the Pentagon. They said he there's only record of him from active duty for six months. Steve sent a question to him asking for clarification. How this is how this turned into a smear campaign is totally beyond me. And you know what it is? I think it's it's peak. I, I have to give Albright this. He's not a dummy, right? He he played this really smart. I, I you mm-hmm. know, honestly, I kept thinking, like, man, like, you know, the, the bet, you know, if, if he was just to go on blast with this, there's a lot of sympathy that he could gain from being a veteran. And you know what? He 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 played it. I got no, he's guy got credit. sympathy he now. Played it. He played it masterfully. He said these guys are coming out. They're attacking my honor. They're saying I didn't serve. But at the end of the day, all Steve Steve didn't even say he didn't serve. Steve just said that there's there is no record of you serving from 2003 to 2004. That he was that he that the only record that he got was what from 2008 to 2009 for six months or something like yes. that. Again, I was not involved in this, but still, it's. It's just odd that, that he was able to use that, tweet that out. And you know what I think fucking killed this thing? Chaps. If Chaps doesn't tweet it. Oh, it's Chaps. It's all Chaps. Yeah. My criticism of this story and Kirk and Steve pursuing it is I just 
I, I over the weekend was trying to catch up on it, and I just didn't see what the payoff was. It it didn't yeah, interest we were, me. We were arguing back and forth about this. Like you didn't get. I didn't what get the issue it. Was. I didn't get what the issue was. I, I never thought Steve did anything wrong. Never thought Kirk did anything wrong. Mine was just based on uh, content that I just didn't think it was worth going down. It felt like a well, rabbit you're hole. Kind of like Portnoy in that regard. Portnoy said, you know, it's only worth it to go after big, big targets. I mean, you could argue that. I, mean, I don't know if he's right. a target in this universe. I mean, he's it's not, different he than Colin. A lot of people on Twitter don't like him. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of people that sent me DMs saying this guy's an asshole that I fucking hate the guy. Again, right? I mean, Albright. Like, I, I mean, these are just people, random people. Like, what's that? That one guy, incarcerated Bob, that Albright thinks there's like a hundred thousand burner accounts for this guy on Twitter. Uh, I mean, like, I can't tell you the amount of people that reached out saying they dislike the guy. So clearly he's a target. He's somebody that has been in the public eye. He's a public figure. He's somebody that stands on his reputation. If you prove that he's done something wrong and that he's overstated his military record, what's the win? What I would, what I want to understand is he says that I lied to him. Like how, in what way did I lie to him? That's what I really want to understand. I like when we were DMing, Obviously, I'm thinking, well, this would be great to get on the show because nobody, nobody is a fucking man. Everybody's a pussy. Nobody actually wants to go and have a confrontation with somebody. So I'm like, listen, I'm not saying like I still believe like he embellished the Harvard thing. And honestly, he does. He knows it. He knows that he deliberately, whether it was deliberate or not, in order for him to win arguments and garner goodwill, he embellished or used semantics to make it appear that he left Harvard to do his job in journalism when that is not the case. He never actually went to Harvard, right? Just if I got accepted to fucking UVA and didn't go to UVA because I picked a different school, I cannot say I left UVA. It doesn't work semantically, right? Mm -hmm. Just makes fucking sense. We're just using logic here. Not that complicated. In fact, what, what, there's nothing that's a lie about that, which is what the crux of my argument was. All I said to him, and this is what bent him out of shape is I said, listen, you want, you, you want this to go away. I get that. I get that you're upset about it. I'll go ahead and delete everything if you come on Kirk's show tomorrow. That's it because I'm trying to get somebody to come on Kirk's show, talk about it, talk about how they hate Barstool, and, and talk about how they're a vocal critic of it. He's like, oh, you're fucking lying. You're lying about all the No, he's what a psycho. About? He's nuts. I he's think a nutty he's, guy. What he, 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 his, his crutch to win it. Like, 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 listen, Ben, just tell me what I lied about. I never said you didn't serve. All I said to you is that you misrepresented your attendance at Harvard to gain Twitter points. That's it. Then I said I would take it down if you went on Kirk's show because it's not like I don't believe it. Like I still believe you misrepresented it, but I'd do you a solid if you did us a solid and you came on Kirk's show. That's it. I want to play chaps for you. I want to see if you pick up something because I think Kirk missed it. And this is the crux of where the barstool argument was. I don't think that there's anything inherently bad with saying – did you serve or did you do this thing? The the thing about it that really pissed me off was that one, it's the way that that is perceived for Barstool and what ZBT has done. Whenever you're under the Barstool umbrella and you ask that, you have to know that somebody like Ben Albright, not necessarily even Ben, but anybody who doesn't like us is going to take that screenshot and that becomes the perception of what happens to a majority of folks because People aren't going to say, like, yesterday when we talked, Kirk, you were like, let me explain the full story. That's not the way the internet works. The internet doesn't go for the full story. They see what they see in the snapshot at first, and then that's how people react from it. And that causes great damage to the the brand that I've built in ZBT. 
What do you think? Oh what do you think the brand is that he's talking about? And I'll tell you, it's not Zero Blog Thirty. It's part of it. You you said it today. I think you said it perfectly. Barstool is now more about fitting into the culture than putting out good content. And I and you are a hundred and fifty percent right about that. That is that is a thousand percent correct. That Barstool now is about fitting into a culture. You can be yes. a mediocre, fat load, boring ass, no talent drip like Willie Cologne, and everyone will kiss your ass because you played football and you're a goofy guy and you go on GMA and yada yada yada. He gets along with the rest of the people at Barstool. Everybody likes you. Oh, I made I made a bet with thousand dollars oh i'm so wacky right oh it's fucking crazy that like people like that they fucking eat it up you got stupid ass large eating monkey brains or whatever the fuck in a stupid restaurant show you got francis is the one that actually had some guts and came out and actually said something that was controversial fucking fire his ass portnoy on the other hand is out there picking cheap fights with fucking two dollar lawyers union hacks because he knows it's going to get him clicks subtweeting aoc at the end of the day barstool has no fucking guts they have no ability to actually show some critical thinking they have no ability to stand behind somebody when it's something that all they did was ask a question because at the end of the day asking questions now is paramount to capital crimes in 2019 america in political discourse i think Steve if kirk Robinson just asked him a question and he painted him out because he didn't the other thing i love is that you can clearly see in the screenshot that steve said number one and i love how he selectively leaves out the other questions right i don't what how do we know what was in the rest of it how many more questions were there, Ben? Why Why only give us part of the context? What do you, like, are you afraid there's something else in there that may show it to be a different light, that Steve had no malicious intent? What is it? Be clear. Be transparent. Don't just do fucking gotcha. And you know what really pisses me off is that you have scumbags like the likes of Brian Riccio and that fucking Capote guy who fucking docks me on Twitter. You've got him out there. He's retweeting these people and interacting with them. He retweeted the video today ben said i'm not calling steve a racist but here's a video of him saying he used to work at breitbart when he didn't and it's the video that fucking riccio took of of and we can clearly tell that steve is joking that this guy riccio is harassing him and albright is trying to paint riccio out to be some fucking saint doing the right thing some sort of journalist hmm. i think if kirk was a milton guy then maybe he could do this. If he made an effort to fit in with the rest of the people there, he would have some currency. I think Chaps looks at it. What I do is about advancing the cause of Barstool, secondarily advancing the cause of Zero Blog 30. My perception, being Chaps, is Kirk Menahan's in the business of Kirk Menahan, not a Barstool. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the rub. <clears throat> yeah, no, you're right. You're right, yeah. So um, I think Kirk think, has a decision. Do you, think, uh, do you think? What do you think there's a better chance of? Uh, do you think Chaps has a has a, a Black Lives Matter flag or a Blue Lives Matter flag hanging outside his house? Just curious. I, I, don't, I, think I don't think that Chaps is a bad guy. I listened to him on Sirius today, and it was a, it was a good back and forth. I, I wouldn't want to get the guy angry. I, I mean, hey, I, especially even if I was a police officer, fuck, I want to stay out of that guy's way. God knows what he could do. I mean, uh, maybe he, maybe I don't know. I, I respect police officers. That's all I'm saying. But. Uh, I whatever, do too. Whatever. What do you do? But I, I would say Chaps probably is a left winger. I also think Chaps has done some good stuff. I think Kirk is the most talented person at Barstool. And the culture values how do you fit in? How do you raise up Barstool first? You second. If Chaps didn't ever serve in the military, what do you think he'd be doing right now if he didn't get shot? 
he wouldn't be on Barstool. This is a shitty thing to say, but do you think that he would actually ever be in media? No. Now, Kate would, it's regardless like, of whether Kate that, was in the military the, uh, or not, she was a stand-up. She's funny as hell. She's incredibly talented. Chaps? I know that this, this is like the, uh, if you weighed 15 pounds more, she'd be a waitress at Perkins argument, but still, like, I mean... I'm sorry, like, I've, I've, listened, I've listened to Zero Blog 30. I mean, it's just a whatever, it's an average drip of a podcast. That's fine. I get it, but I fucking hate people that stand on, that, that throw around terms like brand, that they care more about brand. And at the end of the day, he cares more about his brand at what he's built at ZBT or whatever it's called than, than what the bar, what Barstool stands for or actually, you know, what, what being, having some journalistic integrity is. Like, at the end of the day, Steve simply put out content, asked questions, asked for clarification, and then was railroaded by this. Now, I'm sure, I mean, Albright says, like, I don't know, Albright says that there was, like, a phone conversation, all this other shit, like, whatever. Who the fuck knows, right? Like, if, if, if there's record of it, let's fucking hear it, if that exists, like, if, if you, but we don't know any of the other details. All we know is that based on the facts, he asked questions, and the guy put him on blast for a story that was never published. But he found the right person. And he found the right way to go after it because Kirk is not a stoolie. He's separate. Kirk, in the mindset of the barstool people, well, thinks about himself, quit. not yeah, about the is, cause. What does what what barstool do for Kirk? What do they do? At the end of the day, what do they do for Kirk? They pay him a salary and they Other give him a place they... to put his podcast. So they're an RSS feed. At the end of the day, they do barstool give him a brand. They're an ATM and an RSS feed. Not really, because Kirk doesn't fit the Barstool brand. Or you think Kirk's going to be doing fucking pizza reviews with Dave Portnoy anytime soon? Well, I think Kirk has a decision to make. Does he stay the course, or does he, does he do a little bit of political maneuvering, and I'll give a little bit and play ball with some of the Barstool people up front to get some currency, and then move on to my thing? Portnoy has been such a disappointment in this entire thing. It's... I mean, it, it, uh, there's there's no way to describe it. This once great man has now basically built Entercom 2.0. He's compromised. Right? He, oh, 100%. He's compromised. He, he, he cares about revenue. He cares about clicks. He cares about fucking... He, he even said... What did he say? There was a great quote that when Kirk and him were arguing last week or two weeks ago, when I think he said, um, I, I, I'm a big free speech guy. I am free speech. But when it comes between free speech and my wallet, I love my wallet more. You know who he reminds so me of? Not with the not with the harassing women thing, but he reminds me of Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly would have confrontation with people who nobody could support. So we have a guy, a judge on who let a child rapist off the hook over and over and then would beat the hell out of him. That's mm -hmm. safe controversy because well, nobody's going to be on the side of the judge who lets the guy go. Yep. Nobody's going to be on the side of AOC in unionizing Barstool. He can beat the hell out of her because she's humorless. But in something like this, where it is a little bit more gray and all the facts are not quite there, Albright could be telling the truth or he could be missing some things. That is dangerous for Portnoy. Who is the one that went public with this? Albright. Yes. That's the case closed. Albright went public with this. Like he's the one that, that exposed this. And you know what he did? At the end of the day, this worked out better for him. He's pe more people have said his name in the past forty-eight hours than have probably said his name in the past two years. Oh, he's a hero now. Yeah, 
And, and now he's a darling. Twitter loves him. He got all sorts of attaboys. Everybody, the anti-Barstool crowd has rallied behind him. There's fucking pieces being written, think pieces. or The low-information people. Yes, and, and, and you're so right about that point with Portnoy. I think that that's something that people don't really realize often enough. He's punched down Portnoy. Yes. He picks an easy target, right? And, and it doesn't even – because Albright, I mean, Albright's got more Twitter followers than Kirk, right? So you know, are we going to say that Kirk is small potatoes too? I guess in the grand scheme of things at Barstool, Portnoy certainly views Kirk as small potatoes, you know? So maybe that's the case. And you know what? If that, if that truly is what it is and that's how the support they want to give them, fuck it. Leave that place. Start your own subscription service. You're telling me Jerry Callahan and Kirk Minahan together doing a show – with zero fucking censorship, zero fucking uh, 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 onus given to uh, to companies and advertisements and corporate sponsors, with with no regard for activists. You're telling me people wouldn't pay five, six bucks a month for that? You're out of your mind. My only concern with that is it limits the audience. You've got the hardcores, but you're not growing. Well, you put you put out a best of podcast for free on iTunes. Or you have once us play week. some of the best of, and we carry the yeah, carry the yeah. water once a week. Once a week, you put out a best of. You know, this is the best of the week. It's an hour. That way, at least you get once a week, you get an hour a week. So a little taste of the podcast and everybody's like, oh, this is great. And it, it gets people to subscribe. That's, I think, is the move. Yeah, I you think do, you do, I think my you do a once a once a week best of podcast subscription model. You're going to get fucking people in. You are. There's I think no, Kirk is no I think Kirk's talent is good enough to be Joe Rogan. And I don't want him to limit himself with a subscription service. I just went to he's iTunes. Already, but Kirk already said that he's not going to be Joe Rogan. He's not going to be part of my take. Why? He doesn't, because he's too he's he's too volatile. It's too edgy. Like it's the, the content that coming. It's too. You know what it is? Rogan is even though Rogan does have some controversial takes. At the end of the day, Rogan is safe. P, part of my take is safe. The Kirk Minahan show is not safe. It's a place where people make mistakes. But it can be argue. bigger than what it is. He has more talent to be bigger than what he is, and I don't want to see him limit himself. What are you calling in here? It's going to be a five million dollar a year podcast. I mean, I agree. I, I'm. I mean, I, uh, Cullinane and I think I, of the same things. Keep in mind, I, you know, Dave Cullinane and I are responsible for 50% of the T-shirts in the store. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Well, I mean, hey, let's be fair. It's only four T-shirts, right? A lot of, uh, lot of, lot of uh, support. Well, let's not talk numbers yeah. that way. Let's use the facts that I want to use. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, you had plans to increase, like, listenership by what? like. 30, yeah, I think like Cullinane. Cullinane and I are, are peas in a pod when we're thinking about the business aspect. But I think of the business aspect with, I have a good heart here. He can be bigger. I believe in this guy. I mean, okay. And I'm afraid he limits himself. He doesn't see that. I don't think he limits himself. I just think that he, I think that he is unafraid. And I think that he's, he's, he knows that given the the volatility of the podcast, he, he thinks he doesn't ever see it being a big landing spot. Like, I mean, think about it. How many guests have they had lately? I mean, that, that's pretty impressive in and of itself that they've been able to sustain the growth that they have without having major guests come on the podcast. Oh, KFC on his show today talked about guests, and he said that whenever they have, they book an hour on his podcast just to bullshit because he hates guests. So if he has two guests on and they've got to burn, say, an hour, hour and a half on guests, then the show's going to be two and a half hours because the best part of what they do is the bullshit. And he said, I don't like having guests. I, I agree He's with right. him. But I think there's some things that Kirk could do to have interesting people on. It doesn't necessarily have to be everybody you disagree with. There's people you could have on. 
Norm Macdonald would be funny if you could get him on there. That would be entertaining. Gilbert Godfrey could be entertaining. Sure. There are some comedians or some interesting people you're not going to fight with who would be fun. So, Steve, get Gilbert Godfrey on. That's the end, end of the story. Right? Oh, I've and asked him a million good. times. It sounds like that's a tough get. But think about the people who would be on Stern who would just sit in on the news and, like, bullshit. Some of those people are gettable. Elisa Lampanelli is gettable. So this is all this is all Chaps' fault, right? You agree? Yes, 100%. How big of a story is this if Chaps doesn't tweet it? Uh, it's a one-day story. Uh, Steve rolls with what he has, if he has I enough to roll over. with it, and, and we think about it for a couple over. days. The story's already over because what? There's nothing that egregious. If there were worse screenshots of shit that Steve said to Ben, Ben would have tweeted them out by now, right? Ben is right. taking a victory lap because... You know, the, the, you know, because what the army told Steve and what he found and pulled up online is, is inconsistent. It, va- it validates him. And he's taking a victory lap. He's on the high hog right now. I mean, this is Steve, Steve and, the, and the Kirk Menahan show have mud on their face. The bad guys sucks. won. They won again. Yeah, well, you know, but so but I think that really nobody cares about this if Chaps doesn't get involved. And I think that that was really what turned the table here because that made Portnoy get involved. Portnoy wanted to fire Steve for what? I don't know, because Steve just did his, you know, did typical journalism. Because he's a liability. Because he's a liability. And I think that when Barstool Sports gets into the business of firing people because they're too dangerous because they're a liability, not because they did anything in particular, but because they are too, they they have too much potential for damage and blowback. That's a bad, bad look, especially considering what only a month or two months ago they fired uh, Francis. Right. I mean, it's just there's no there's no coming back from that. You're just let me, you are let me ask you this. If KFC gate happens today, does KFC get fired? Um, give me the what uh, with the with the divorce, with the divorce, the way the divorce no. went down that that ended up in the post. I think he does. No. He threw him off the rundown for a week. I think it does. I think but that they yeah. seriously consider getting rid of KFC because it doesn't fit the KFC That's brand. It's personal, though. It's not professional. I think they might. I guess, but I mean, Kevin's still honest with it with the divorce thing. Now he still talks about it all the time on KFC radio. He talks about it, you know. So, I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, so there's another guy. Why can't KFC be on Kirk's show from time to time? He's not going to argue with KFC, but gonna... they would be great. Okay, I get that it's going to be great, but what do you think that that's going to do? You think that that's going to increase listenership having you know Kevin Clancy on yes. once a, once a month? Yes, the I, KFC the people numbers, will listen, and I think but the KFC audience would be receptive. But we don't know the numbers. The numbers are probably great from what everything I've heard. The numbers are great, but I want them to be even better. I, I get, but I, I want why to settle for good. I want to be a show. So let, let's get, we're getting off the rails here. Let me ask you another question. Sure. So if we're supposed to check, to check ourselves for chaps brand, why does chaps get to shit all over our branding? Because he has the upper hand. He's the known quantity. He is a solid stoolie. He does good things for veterans. That's why. I mean, okay. So let's say chaps is right about looking out for your colleagues' brands. Why isn't he walking the walk? Why isn't he looking out for the Kirk Minahan brand? Why is he throwing them under the bus? Because he cares more about his brand? Because he doesn't see Kirk Minahan as a team player. Kirk Minahan is about Kirk Minahan, where the people like 
uh, Kate and himself are about building up Barstool. I think there's something to be said that they don't see Kirk as somebody who's there to build up Barstool. He's there to build up himself. And in the Barstool culture, that is bad. Yeah. I mean, possibly, I think that that's, that's really the impasse here is that at the end of the day, Kirk is not a Barstool guy. Are you our boy or are you not our boy? Content and what you do to get listenership and move the needle don't matter there. It's a sad day when Dave Portnoy sacrifices content for optics. Really is. But But I think he was always about being my boy, even in the Milton days when they only had a few people, when they only had Big Cat and KFC. These were all people who were about the cause. And Blind Mike, who's in his second internship. <laughs> are you, um, are we, are we in full-blown war with Blind Mike? No. I think he just, I mean, he, he, so, irri- so, so be, let I'll me get back to that, time. because I wanted to get back to this before the Albright story happened. I could not make it all the way through the last trash talk. And the thing that really pisses me off about Mike is it feels like, I don't know if he's doing bong hits before that show, but he doesn't feel prepared. It doesn't seem like there's a purpose anymore for trash talk. And he could use that as a launching pad of, I've got this thing here with Kirk. Let me show you what I'm capable of, of a lead guy and offer more value. And it just seems like it's hit or miss. Interesting. And so when I heard him today, just kind of sticking his finger at you, it rubbed me the wrong way. No, I don't hate Mike. No, I don't want to be at war with him. I like Mike. I mean, Mike. But we can disagree. What's that? Now, to be fair, I think I've got I've got to apologize to Mike just a little bit. I when I saw your tweet, I was under and when I responded, I was under the impression that Mike was blaming me for the Albright thing. And now I come to find out that Steve actually said at the beginning, "This is all MHP's fault." Now, the problem is I know Steve is joking and I know Mike is joking, but the dummies on Twitter, the fucking idiot minifans, who I love, mm-hmm. are all tweeting at me saying that, yeah, this actually is your fault. Like there are literally people that believe that this is my fucking fault because I found this guy. I didn't find the guy. Barstool Animated found the guy. I follow him. I saw I saw him tweeting at it. So then I went in and joined the party. Like that's all it was like. I didn't fucking find this guy. This, how is this my fault? I didn't tell Steve to look into this. I don't know. Maybe I'm a fault. drip that I'm I'm looking out for your welfare. But that's oh, just I, who I, I am. I, I get that. But I, so that's what I thought. And then I kind of find out that Mike just was kind of like piling on with the Portnoy call and whatever. I mean, that's fine. Uh, whatever. If that's, if that's what you got. For whatever reason kind of, today, the go along, get along sounding like Tony Maserati to Felger just rubbed me the wrong way today. It's just there's sometimes in that room, it's everybody is doing groupthink, and if Jerry was there, it wouldn't be the same. All I want is somebody like I mean, all like I felt like today is like a circle the wagons day, and it's like okay, let's take a break and and you know shit on MHB sort of thing, you know. And maybe I'm being sensitive, and I think I probably am being you know overly sensitive about it, but I think it you know I just don't appreciate the fact that people are saying that I somehow fucking like caused this shit to happen. Like how did I? Oh, fuck those guys. I would just be more concerned about the three people who are in the room who are piling on there. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that that I've, I've come to understand in the last couple of days. If we go in and parrot everything about this and say all the right things, 
you and I are going to get shit on. If we go and say, you know what, I don't agree with this, I don't agree with that, Blind Mike, you're being like Tony Maz, we're going to get shit on. So you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to say whatever the hell I want to say and get shit on regardless. Yeah, you were pissed. You were pissed that we didn't even do a podcast last night. Now, to be fair, I was I was not even available last night. Right. And you. Uh, no, no. I, I mean, I totally understand that a group of guys who don't pay for the hosting fee here uh, have control over the show. I mean, that's fine. No, it's not fine. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. They don't have control over the show. Like I just didn't. Eh, it feels like sometimes I, it's an ask of don't do this or don't do that. I wanted to see the way that they went with it today before that uh, before I weighed in. Because All right. Well, I take it back. Then you could have you could have gone nothing was you could have gone and done a solo podcast. I like, could have, but it would have it would have sent a bad message. It would have been well. Where is MHB? How is MHB involved? Is well, he in people, trouble? People have thought I've been dead for like the past two weeks. No, like my thing is is that in a situation like this. I'm not going to make a move until I see the way that Kirk wants to play it, right? Because, it, you know, I'm going to be loyal to Kirk and the show, right? Even if even if, even if if they end up being wrong, which it seems like that, that's what happened. Um, even if that's the case, I'm still going to I'm still going to have those guys back because I think that they would hopefully, I would hope, except for Blind Mike, have my back if, if it was a No, they're, they're going to have your back, but they're just going to shit all over you and make you uh, a topic of the conversation to kill 15 minutes. That's fine. Low hanging MHB. Yeah. If I gotta play, if, if I gotta play the mutt role, I'm totally. I I'm fine with that. I honestly thought so. I overreacted today on Twitter. I, I thought that they were talking. Yeah, I overreacted me. myself. I thought they were blaming me. So I know that's like not even like good. I should have just come on here and fucking roasted Mike and been like, he's a fucking bitch. Like I fucking quit trash talk. And maybe I do. Maybe I do. I'll just say it. Fine. I quit trash talk. Um. So never. You'll never hear trash talk again. Or maybe maybe Mike will go back to hosting trash talk solo. I think I think because everybody loved it, loved it so much when he was hosting Trash Talk Solo before. I think he should just go back and and do that and see what success he has. Doesn't matter. Um, he does it what once a month now. I think I think we're on a, yeah we're on a bi monthly schedule um, for for Trash Talk, um, which is fine. You know, hey, I know that he's he's a busy guy. He's working he's working um, sixteen hours a week now, which is which is a lot. Yeah, where are um, these? By the way, where are these other podcasts for Blindside Pods Network? Uh, where are these? We might as well pull everything out of the Blindside Pod site and put it on the Minifan show. You know, he uh, showed me well. he showed me a mock-up of a new a new logo instead of the one that's uh, Freddie Mercury's 1982 glasses that he used for the Hot Space tour. Where the mm-hmm. hell is that new logo? This thing oh, that was tired. done on Macintosh Paint from 1985. Oh. Are you tired of the website looking like it was uh, like it was MySpace from you know 2001? Yes. I tried to dick with it to make it look better, but it's, there's some setting that if you change a color at all, it changes for everything. So there I am. I'm, I'm right back again to pissing all over Mike. Well, listen, I mean, hey, Mike's going to shit on us. We're going to shit on Mike right back. So sorry. Um, you can uh, you, you can handle it just the same way that I, I, with Mike, it looks like, um, you know how um, you know how Nickelodeon in the 90s, it was all like green slime everywhere. Well, Mike has an ant. <laughs> Mike has an Android phone, so I just checked, um, you know, like my, my messages, and it's all just green text bubbles over and over and over again. From I heard it's like an LG like... phone too, not even like a Samsung. Oh no, it's an Obama phone. Yeah, is what it is. Yes. Well, hey, I mean, listen, fourteen grand a year is not not going to get you the newest iPhone. I mean, hey, let's, let's he's gonna that's that one's gonna he, that's gonna piss him off. All right, I think we're talking in circles now. Regardless, uh, where do we go from here? Final thoughts. 
Uh, final thoughts are, I am surprised that Kirk is still there. I am very surprised he was able to talk Portnoy out of firing Steve. At this point, I think the story's over. My yeah, one takeaway is I listened to KFC, and even though KFC played it down the middle, I respected how he handled that conversation today. KFC was great. Fuck KFC. I can see both sides. Both sides argument people are the biggest fucking pushbags in the world. I said I see both sides, so I guess I'm a pushbag too. Take a fucking side. Be definitive here. The, the world is not always black and white. There are like, shades can, of gray. Oh, here's an example of how you do it. I can see why Chaps is being a selfish prick and caring more about his brand than looking out for the brand of Barcelona Sports or caring about any sort of, I don't know, journalism or truth or anything like that. I can see that, but I think he's wrong. Like That's how you can do that argument. Yeah, he's wrong in the way that he's going about it because he's protecting his boys. He's Why protecting bar the barstool is, click is, as opposed what, to the good content. Him the most. Just send a fucking text or DM to Kirk and say, listen, man, cut this shit. What he's bigger this? than that. He doesn't have to do that with some small fry. Um, I mean, mixtape mixtape is more important to him than the Kirk Minahan show. And that's the Kirk Minahan people, as he called them. Like, I'm going to put the people on blast and make them deal, deal with all of my fucking hundred couple 250,000 or whatever Twitter followers. I'm going to put them on blast, make them have to feel all this heat because I am pissed off because this guy DM me saying that the P Kirk Minahan people are being mean to me. I love that little subtle jab by him, the Kirk Minahan people. So, that's why um, I tied it back to Willie because that was the conversation around the Willie time. That was the conversation around the Merchinson time. That's the, so, that's the rally cry, so the Minahan people. I'm so glad that our podcast never went on that fucking barstool. Like, I'm so glad that we never even talked about that topic because, like, yes, I know oh, we're such a small podcast, it wouldn't even matter. But still, like, like it's just so, like, it's not worth it. Like, this, it's a fucking. So we're a small a podcast, but the amount of it's downloads fucking... that we do are in like, it's it's in a single digit percentage of overall podcast. We may not be the biggest, but the fact that we clear four figures at least a week in downloads puts us in a single digit percentile. That's a big deal. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I got nothing else. I, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. I mean, well, I guess, I guess we'll see what happens. Wait and see approach with this shit. I mean, I don't know, man. It doesn't even matter at this point. I think it's over. I, I think we move on tomorrow and we'll be on to bigger, better things. And there'll be low-hanging DEC and low-hanging MHB to take, yeah. a, to take a stick and beat like a pinata. Oh, boy. Did you hear how rattled MHB is on the show? Oh, my God. And oh, that drip, DEC. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're right, Kirk. You're right, Kirk. Oh, he's probably stuffing his face right now. Oh, I heard he's up to... 300 pounds up from 250. Oh, that's so funny, Kirk. <laughs> Steve, let me tell you how annoying DEC is. He reached out to me on Father's Day just to see if I was doing okay because he knows it's a tough day. What a loser. <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> All right. Back. See, now I'm getting pissed, but we'll, we'll, end on, we'll end on a sour note. 